All right. We're live. New York fellas, episode 42. I'm thinking about cutting the we're live thing. I think it's kind of corny. We're not technically live anyway, so. Yeah, I don't know why I started saying that. It's kind of stupid. <laughs> I think well, about it all. It's your thing. I, I know, but like, I feel like we're so early in this that I could still come up with another thing. Oh, yeah. And then like, we'll look 10 years from now, we'll look back at it, like, hey, Mike, remember when you used to say we're live and we'd all have a good laugh about it? No, we're not. And then we weren't live. I think about it all the time. <laughs> a new intro? No, I think about how I say that, and I'm like, it's so corny. It's Maybe so that'll dumb. be your homework this week. Come up with a better intro. Yeah, I got enough stuff going on. I don't. <laughs> I literally almost just said like New York Fellows episode 42, but didn't say we're live. I don't know. I think about it. I'll, like I said, I think about it a lot. All right. Well, let's see if I can brainstorm something. We can figure it out. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like. Me, you, and Eric. By the way, it's just me, Eric, and Elijah right now. Yep. Marty uh, botched it. His work Classic. computer blocks the, the site that we use to do this whole thing. <laughs> um, and then Saint said 1030. It is now 1031. 1031. And he's nowhere to be found. He called me today and was like, are we, uh, are we recording? I just want to just call quick and ask because I got to bring my stuff home. And he's, so I said, yeah, 10 o'clock. It's like, okay. This was at like three. So I, I don't know what happened. I know what happened. It's the same thing every week with him. I always feel bad saying no to him because I feel like if you look at the amount of times that I say like yes to Eric and Maddie, it's like all the time. And then when Yes Matt to what, Delane? Yeah. And then when Saint asks, I'm like, eh, do we have to? Because he wants like 1045. I mean, in reality, we didn't start till 1030, so he could have been on. Well, on then again, that's his fault. It's 1030. He's not here. He asked for 1030. Yeah, he did. He kind of sucks. <laughs> He'll never listen back to this, though. No, he won't, so we're fine. I, which actually, Eric, do you you have Spotify, right? Yeah, yeah. Do you subscribe and give, did you give us five five stars? Yeah, I think I, think I reviewed it, yeah. I was going to say, because if we only have nine and not five of those are from us is kind of embarrassing. I don't think I have. That's embarrassing. I mean, I don't have Spotify. <laughs> well, I mean, dude, it's it's easy to download it. Yeah, I'm just saying. But that means we have five other reviews that aren't us. True. That increases our numbers. Let me give you one right now. Like Grande was like, I'll listen to you guys. I'm like, okay, it's on Spotify. He's like, oh, I don't have Spotify. I'm like, well, just download it then. <laughs> it is a very easy download. It's free. Oh, I do have it downloaded. Hang on. Now I got to try to find it. Like I get notifications every time a new episode goes up. Well, not I guess not really because I put I'm the one who does it. Um, yeah, I just I, I wasn't following it. I just followed it. So I got a new follower. Oh, my God. <laughs> we're not we're trying not to inflate the numbers ourselves. That's for the fans to do. Yeah, but well, it's not inflating. I mean, it's legit. <laughs> It's not even half showing. The, oh, there it is. Most recent searches. Half the numbers on all these things are just dumb anyway. Keep telling yourself that, Mike. Whatever I helps, think, man. I mean, I think they are. I like... Just like NFL ratings. Yeah, I wonder how many of those are like bars. Like restaurants, you know, bars and, and sports bars. Things I like mean, that. yeah, you walk, you, walk, you walk down one avenue in New York City and every restaurant has it playing. Yeah, but are you willing to say that it's like if it's fifty million? Are you willing to say twenty five million? That is, 
bars, like half. No, no. Less, but a right? lot. And I also don't know if does every say a bar has six TVs, is that six? Say they yeah, say they have ten different cable boxes and they all have the game on because there's nothing else on. Does that that must all count, no? I wonder if they do it by household, because then maybe it would be household. Maybe, maybe. I, I don't know. I haven't I've never thought about that. These are the things that we probably will spout off and then have no idea what we're talking about all the time. It's literally the entire makeup of this show. I actually did see something interesting that I don't know if we talked about this last time, but I think the bills, um, uh, chiefs were like 50 million, right? And the largest NBA game was the 1990. What was the jazz bulls? What was that? 98. I think you said 98 last week. I think you did bring it up last week. Yeah, yeah 98, and the largest was 35 million. That's like mind-blowing to me. Yeah, and yesterday's, yesterday's Lakers-Warriors game was like double the entertainment of any NFL game this year. That game was sweet. I saw. I heard that a double a bang in, in person. I didn't see. I watched wait. it live, I mean. Sorry. What do you Not mean? in person. I watched, oh, you it, watched live. it on TV. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't watch that game, but I heard it was good. I'm also kind of getting like, kind of over the LeBron Steph Curry like. Why? I don't. I don't it's, know. It's like, amazing. I feel, like, I feel like its peak was in like 2016. Like, yeah, those but you years. then then you see yeah, what happened last good. night though. Yeah, LeBron had 37 and 20, and Curry had 46. I can't believe they lost that game. After I saw the double bang from Breen, oh. I was like, oh, wow. And then they lost because I saw the I didn't, double bang. I didn't watch the game, but then I saw a clip on Twitter of Curry ripping his jersey right down the middle, and I was like, oh, dang, they lost. Yeah. It, it year, got... year, year 21. That guy's unbelievable. That's why, that's why it's still exciting because LeBron does 37, 20, and 10, and Curry scores 46. It's like it's incredible. Like And then like watching the postgame interview, it's like, I can't believe LeBron is still doing this. There's a good chance I get tickets for the game this Saturday against the Lakers at MSG. Yeah, my, my buddy I, is going to that one. He's how uh, for that. How are you going to acquire those? Um, Sell a kidney. One of one of Andrew's friends has um, has season tickets, and it's like probably. I mean, it's not the best seats in the house, but it's probably like one of the most desirable spots for a game like that because it's right he has like uh seats that are like like two seats right from the the visitors tunnel so we're like guaranteed to get not a picture with lebron but like you'd see him running in and out every time it would be sick that's awesome i mean yeah you'll be yeah. in like 10 feet of the guy yeah the guy said he didn't he had he had he has season tickets every game, but he didn't go. He didn't end up, even end up going to the game Saturday. He was upstate, and then he was like, "Yeah, not sure if I'm going to make the Lakers game." Well, we texted him because Andrew had a grad party Saturday. We texted. I told him to shoot him off a text. Can't hurt. I was like, "Hey, um, just like me, me and my friend really looking to go to the game. Like any, I know it's a long shot, but any chance you're not going?" He's like, "Not 100 sure of my plans." But you're the first person on my list, or you guys are the first person on my list. If we don't, if if I don't go, so cool. Let me ask you a question. That is cool. Does he charge you face value, or is he just giving to you guys? I've only took. I've only taken them once, and he didn't. He didn't charge us last year. We went to a good game last year against the Bucks, which they blew like an eighteen point third quarter lead. But um, he no, he didn't charge us the first time. Money. He didn't charge us the first time. I think it would be kind of ridiculous if he didn't. 
I, we would yeah. give him something for this because I mean, to get in the door is four hundred dollars, and we're sitting on the baseline risers for. I would I would give him whatever he wanted for it reasonably, but yeah, I'm sure he could just charge you face value, so he's not losing anything. Um, we can talk about the Knicks first. Actually, I know the the championship games were today, but speaking of the Knicks, I was uh, fortunate enough to go to the Nuggets Knicks game on Thursday. And dude, when I tell you, like, these are the best seats I've ever had for any sporting event. Like, it was these were the best seats that I've ever had. I was yeah. Oh, there are great seats. I was two rows from the court on the behind the basket. So we're the like on the the side the Knicks go to in the first half. Two rows behind the court. Henrik Lundqvist was sitting like right in front of me. I could see him like clear as day. <laughs> Julius Randle's family was sitting right in front of us. So his son was there. His, That's really his, cool. His wife or whatever. Um, dude, it was like. I have such a new appreciation for the NBA to see how fast the game actually moves and how it's fascinating. Like, like when you're watching on TV and you're like, Oh, that's not a foul. And you can hear the physical slaps. <laughs> you're like, Holy crap. Like these guys are actually getting like, it's, I know it's, it doesn't compare to like the nineties NBA where things were like super physical, but it's still a very physical game. It was, it was an experience. There are monsters out there. You realize now was that was that started. the was that the Knicks bench side that you were on? Uh, no, the Knicks were on my left, so I was on the the, the press box. I know what I'm saying. You you the Knicks bench was closer than the Nuggets bench. Yeah, yeah. So then you were right next to that that tunnel to your right. Then was the one that the celebrities go in and out of, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. the the gentleman I went with, who was my um my my former boss, um, they were his his family or his dad and like a few other guys have these tickets. Um, and he, my old boss actually used to work for MSG. So he was telling me about all the, you know, all the, the cool things that like you can't see from anywhere, but like James Dolan has like a box underneath like the, the 100 levels. So like during halftime, that's where all of like celebrity row will go. They'll go into Dolan's box underneath the stadium. And they all kind of just like hobnob in there and none of them came back out um, until there was like maybe six minutes left in the third quarter. <laughs> and it's like, I was telling him, I'm like, dude, if I was sitting where they get to sit, I, I probably would be hesitant to go to the bathroom. I wouldn't and leave. I, I, I want to be there. Like the, I mean, if James Dolan's like come to my box, I'm like, what am I going to say? No. You guys say yes. And then give him a piece of your mind. Dude, he's actually been fine. I mean, he hasn't done anything. He just kind of like hangs out in the, you know, the, the shadows of Rose and um, the the biggest thing he did was tell New York State that he wasn't going to sell alcohol there and go visit your local congressperson to, to argue with him as to why MSG is not selling alcohol. I think he did that last year because like the facial recognition technology they have to keep certain people out of the garden. Have you seen that? Yeah, I noticed those signs when I walked in on Saturday. <laughs> Dude, it's actually pretty funny. But um, yeah, I didn't I also didn't know that MSG went through a massive renovation back in like 2011, 12 and 13. And they did it like without interrupting any of the, uh, the Rangers or the Knicks. They got all those suites that you see like between 200 and um, 100. Those didn't exist before. So those are all kind of like pretty much new. And the Knicks paid for the entire thing. A billion dollars in renovations, no tax money, nothing. Where's the bills took a note from that. Imagine putting a billion in. I mean, they're they're worth you know, 
a lot of money, but still footing a bill for a billion dollars like that. So I don't care who you are. That's a lot of money. Yeah, that's a good chunk of change. Anyway, so Eric, yeah, I I, uh, I hope you get to go to that game, see uh, LeBron in year twenty one. It's gonna be it's gonna be an awesome atmosphere. Yeah, I, I think getting the door price right now is like four hundred. So unless I I would love to go to that game, but unless unless I look I get those, luckily I'm I don't think I'll be there. <laughs> so stupid yeah. how expensive it is to go to sports in America. Yeah, like for for good teams, how much you can go to the you... Panthers game for forty five cents. <laughs> yeah, we could have bought a whole section and sponsored by the New York fellas. There you go. <laughs> um, Logic, you went to the game Saturday. How was it? I know your your team lost. I'm sorry. Yeah, you no, the Heat got blown out. They're crashing and burning right now. Knicks are playing well. And that was awesome. End of the third quarter, it was a three-point game. Um, beginning of the game, uh, Knicks fans were chanting MVP for Jalen Brunson. And I was like, all right, let's relax. And then by the end of the game, I was like, no, I might as well just give it to him. <laughs> I mean, he's not. He's, he's definitely. Man. He's definitely not the MVP. No, I don't I think so. That, but he is playing at a level right now. Dude, that's like, he doesn't miss. He always makes the right decision. I feel like the Knicks didn't miss a three all game. Um, it was very frustrating by the Heat's lack of wanting to play basketball. But speaking of celebrities, I had a good. I had a good one there. Uh, Tracy Morgan was there. Obviously, he's oh, always yeah. there. Billy Crystal. I feel like he's been there a bunch. But Aaron yeah. Judge, and then next Aaron Judge was Drake. Ugh. Drake. And Frank the Tank. <laughs> Did you guys see Frank like chirping Kevin Love? Yeah, he said, "Where's your AARP card or something like that?" <laughs> I knew the heat, as soon as I saw him back there, I was like, "Oh, the Heat are screwed." <laughs> OG also went out of his way to to dap him up yeah. after the game. I saw that like as it happened, I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's awesome!" Because <laughs> like Frank was like waving him over, and then he like ran over, dapped him up. I was like, "Hell yeah, Frank, that's so great." It was Not fun to- though. The garden, the garden was electric. It's always you know, especially with the Heat in town, it's always fun. But yeah, it's, you know, I think I'm old. He'd have lost three straight when I've been there, so that's great. Listen, I'm uh, I'm sorry that your team lost, but I'm not. I'm I'm happy that you. I'm happy that you went home miserable. Is yeah, nice thanks, as man. Be, right, you know, I appreciate Matt. that. That means a lot coming from you, Matt. Welcome. How you doing? <laughs> yeah, he's rep repping the NHL tonight. Big hockey guy. Wait, wait, who is on the front, or is it just that you just love the National Hockey League? He's got a he's got a no brim NHL hat. <laughs> that's, like the, uh, that's like the lovely. That's like the guy who goes that meme you always see floating around. Yeah, he's yeah, just dude. wearing like an NFL hat. The guy who looks like uh, Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe. Is that Rob Lowe? That's yeah, funny. it is Rob Lowe. Oh, he's just wearing a hat that says NFL. Yeah. <laughs> It has no logo on the front. It's yeah, just you haven't the NHL seen that logo on the back. You don't have social media, right? Um, yeah, he just wears a hat and says NFL, and it's just like him sitting in the stands. It's the weirdest thing. I didn't Speaking know it was NHL, do you guys know the Oilers are on a 16-game win streak right now? A, Second yeah, longest ever? Hat. Yeah, to the 1992. No. No. How about this hockey? Look at this. What's the, I, know uh, they're, I think the Blues have the high, biggest or no, longest record, 17. Penguins, I thought it was in '92. Yeah, we're falling apart a little bit. No, I. Yeah. It's I mean, one of those things. But than, um, they, they have the All Star break now, which kind of like sucks. So they don't play again until the sixth of February. Oh my gosh! Speaking of hockey, the Rangers are kind of uh, they're falling apart a little bit, huh? They needed that one yesterday, though. So going in on a high note, they just Penguins '92. Good job, Mike. Yep, they just lost uh, Cheadle for the rest of the season too. Filipino, yeah, yeah, and I love how they say upper body or lower body. And I guess the reason they do that is because if you say like what specific part it is, 
like other guys will take advantage of that and actually like semi go after that area of the body. Yeah, dude. It's also kind of funny. Like I was, I, I gave fantasy hockey a go this year and I was in, I was like, I was into it for like maybe it wasn't a week and a half for the beginning of the year. And like you, I had this guy on IR, Brandon Montour on the, on the Panthers and I drafted him and it said like he was going to be out for like, I don't know. He said it was going to be out for a few weeks. And then like, I try to get updates on him and it, there was like, and he's a good player. I think he's probably like, I don't know. I don't know how good he is. Maybe top 20 defenseman in the league, but he was like, yeah, top 20, top 10 defenseman. And you just can't find anything about his, like, if he's, if he's practicing, if he's skating, if he's set, if there's setbacks, like you, they just don't update it like other sports. That sucks. Soccer That's does hard. that too, by the way, if we want to talk soccer. <laughs> well, I mean, we've they never give hockey. injury updates. We've talked hockey for the last like two minutes, which is pretty impressive. It's actually been some meaningful hockey talk. Yeah, Mike was right about the Penguin streak. I mean, we're yeah, killing guys won't give I any mean, the Rangers aren't ever. skating good right now, so. <laughs> they're, skating, they're skating all right. Bad <laughs> skates. Yeah, they're skating all right. Skating a little <laughs> slow. A little slow into the all-star break. I mean, but you couldn't expect them to like they were playing at such a high level for the first half of the season. You can't you can't expect any team in any professional sport to play like go with the Yankees when they were fifty two and eighteen and they fizzled out, right? Like yeah. you can't I really expect that. I didn't watch I didn't watch the game Friday, but um they looked pretty good last night going into the all star break. Four yeah, goals second period. They were down they were down two oh and you came back. You know, you yeah, they scored seven. they scored four in the second period and yeah, the Orioles um, in the second there's some bad turnovers in the first period that they, that led to goals, but yeah, they they ended strong there. From what I've been listening to, Shosturkin is kind of having like a little. He's having a tough go this. Awful, tough yeah. Um, so, um, but yeah. Anyway, so the Knicks. Um, I know we we're, we've gone to a few games, and Eric is potentially going to the Lakers game, which would be awesome. They are currently on a six-game win streak, but they did lose Julius Randall. That what's his face from UCLA taking a charge there? <laughs> I mean, Hawkins, baby. Yeah, um, Julius Randle dislocated his shoulder, right? I believe uh, Adrian Wojcikowski said he dislocated his shoulder. MRI. I see like Nick's Twitter going crazy. They're like, "Where's the MRI? Where's the MRI?" Like we haven't seen anything yet. Um, but if it is a dislocated shoulder, I think we all saw that tweet that Steph missed eleven games um, with a dislocated shoulder. So. You know, if he misses the month of February, I think that's – I think they have 14 games, including the next two in January and then 12 in February. I kind of went through the schedule and looked at it. Me personally, I think five of those next 11 are winnable without Julius Randle. Bench has been playing pretty well the last two games too, um, in my opinion. But I think you can win if you can survive these next 11 and go five out of 11 or six out of 11 you'll be in an okay position still within the striking distance of the four or the three. I think they'll yeah. be fine without them, but I'm not. Yeah, a I, agree. I think, I think they'll be all right. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe it's not as bad as and maybe he comes back sooner. I don't know, but like you said, Eric, it's actually kind of gives him some time to, to rest a little bit into the second half of the season. 
the Knicks don't have the luxury of not playing those guys. I mean, they did against the Nuggets because they beat them by 38. So, like, none of those guys played the fourth quarter, which was nice. Yeah, it just sucks that he was starting to play really well. So, hopefully hopefully he's able to get back with enough time to get back into that uh, kind of groove that he was starting to find the past month of the season. Yeah, I think if, you know, if he comes back in a month or so and then gives himself another – takes time to get fall back into that groove, it kind of could potentially line up with the start of the playoffs, which would be great. I went to the, I went to the, the game that I went to, which was like now I guess two weeks – or a week ago, two weeks ago, was the, the start of the second half of the season, which feels like – feels like it, the first half flew. Already, they're already in like game 40 – now I guess it's probably like 47, 48, but yeah, I think there's like 36 games left or something. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. I, do you think the Knicks can get to 50 wins? Yeah, I don't, I don't. I think it's attainable. Yeah, yeah. They look really good right now. Yeah, very they do. good. They do. I was, you know, at that game and I'm watching Brunson play, and I was like, holy crap, he's so good. Like, I'm not trying to like be a homer. No, as a game, person like, who does not like him, he's incredible. Watching him up close and just watching him move around the court and also watching the Joker play in person. Dude, that guy looks like he's giving maybe like 70% all the time and he still had 31 <laughs> points. It's they, also, they also did not block him out all day. How many second chance points did he have on little tip-ins? I feel like, I feel like he, I mean, granted, they didn't really have didn't really have I mean Hartenstein and Robinson were out. They didn't really the have only, either their the their top two bigs, but yeah, nobody was boxing them out. The only guy who could guard him from a size perspective is um Jericho Sims and he started the game. Dude, he's huge. He's so big. Jericho Sims, but he's just not I don't think he's that good. He's, you can't guard him anyway, let alone if you have your third third string center guarding him. But um what's his face has been doing pretty good. Achua, did I say that correctly? Precious Achua, Heat Legend. Yeah, yeah he's uh he did he did okay. He's locked some good minutes over the last two games. He played good against the Heat. Um, you know, I fell asleep in the third quarter of that game yesterday. Oh, come on now. I know I, I just fell asleep on the couch <laughs> and next thing you know, it was like 86, 86 or something like that. Yeah. I know that was like, actually exciting. They went on like a what, like a nineteen three run after that? Yeah, and then they ended up winning by a large margin. I think they had a three that put them up 89-86, and they kind of just never looked back. Yeah, the Heat are by far the worst team in the fourth quarter in the NBA, and that's an actual – I don't know the actual stat, but they are ranked worst for fourth quarter teams. I mean, listen, the the Knicks have a true advantage of playing like a home court advantage. I think probably one of the largest home court advantages in the NBA. Uh, there was a there was a let's go heat chant that broke out at the end of the third quarter. Well, you didn't have to tell us that. It was awesome. <laughs> there was a lot of Miami fans there. Yeah, I mean, listen, there's a large population of people who live in New York who also live in yeah. Florida was, and and when you go to when the Knicks go to Miami, there's a lot of Knicks fans at the game too. Right. So, Matt, how are the Celtics doing? No, I watched not. the replay or the the Clippers blew them out of the water. Is that their first loss at home? Second. <laughs> Do you almost go to the Clippers game too? And she's Saturday. <laughs> Holy shit! Of course, Diana wanted to go. 
Like, I'll fucking stomp so you it. Won't, so you'll say no to that, but you'll go to the Yankees, Red Sox. And second like, one. I went to the first one. one. It's fucking great. Clippers? Or Diana Celtics? wanted to go. We didn't go. I was like, we just can't fucking buy I mean, a you, win when you, we go there. You literally, like, go got went back on your word so many times about it. So, I mean, if you can – it's a new season coming up, so I mean, if you want to go to the day, first one really and Why would you not want to go to Fenway any chance you get? It's not, like, it's not about not lose. wanting to go. It's go about every time he Celtics goes, they lose. And we said – he goes, okay, if I go and they lose again, then I won't go. And he still just wants yeah. to go. It is funny. Hey, but you've never, you've never, that's a new, that's a new angle. That's a new angle that you're giving me right now is that you've never said yeah, that you have three time. boxes with free food. Dude, what if, so what if you went to three Yankees games in a row against okay. the Sox, they lost okay. and you had free boxes. No, of like, course then you would with go. All you can eat, all you can drink and you're saying, no, I can't go because there's a curse. <laughs> well, if somebody's, if somebody's going out of their way to make sure that you're having a good time, because I know you're all not right. I'm just saying, I know I, I don't somebody, have somebody else is sacrificing for you to go, then yeah, you go. All right, then what's the difference? So I can go if it benefits me. No, you know, more than you know, you know what I'm saying because you basically mean? said that I won't do this, and you still went and did it. Also, when are we going to get to the age where we realize that it doesn't matter if we go or not, and the teams win or lose? Never. It's ne- never. All right, just check. Never go. Because imagine if we actually had an impact on our teams winning, all of our teams would win all the time. Yeah, well, because I was never really dude. When the I mean, when the play, when playoff baseball is happening. And like I, I cannot go out in public and watch the game. Never, that like, never I have happens. To be home, and I, like I said before on this podcast, I sit. Well, maybe you should switch my... it up because the Yankees haven't won anything. Yeah, reverse jinxes. I just and all can't this do crap. it because like... I, I sit on the the carpet in front of my you know table here, and I just watch like a kid. I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, what do you say? Tell us what you say. <laughs> One day, one day. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also say a lot. You guys think we should shit, like reach out? I don't know if I can to somebody in the industry, like a small-time person in the industry, to see if they want to come on. There's a lot of like shit. today would be perfect because we there's have a lot of shit that's hiccups. said just in general. And like, don't. Why would you say that? <laughs> uh, Marty's Marty's work computer blocks this website. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't Speaking do that. Where's Marty? I can't put my name on it. <laughs> where's Marty? Who would you want to... When I did my other podcast, I don't know if you guys know who Adnan Verkin, but we got him on the podcast. My other podcast I did. Who was that? He worked for ESPN for a while. He was like a Baseball Tonight guy. Oh, nice. For our heavily I know you can like reach out fellas. to like some of the guys on ESPN radio here. Like if I were to reach out to someone from like the Michael K show, maybe not Michael K, but like Don LaGreca or one of the other guys from the morning show, like I think you'd have to pay unless they're going to do it out of the, well, unless they're going to do it out of the kindness of their own heart. Like maybe some of them will, but like, I mean, I've seen, That's true. I've seen, That's what I've I learned seen about Michael, being in the city this weekend. It's I've a dog eat dog world. Yeah, they no, probably want to get paid. Do I don't know. What kind of question is that? No, you can reach out to them. It can't hurt. I'm going to say no. To have kindness in their own heart. I don't. And then no, you I say no thanks. That much. 
No way. I mean, the, when he came on for, I mean, we talked to him about the Oscars, which was kind of cool, but he just said he'd come on for the heck of it. Yeah. Oh. Or yes, give me five grand, and then you say okay. I guess we could. Uh, we could try to ask him to come on. I know he'd be, he'd actually be a fun person to talk about because he's a college basketball um, announcer on ESPN. So he does some really big games. He Why does, yeah, done? he's really good. Uh, um, he does Sherman. big time games. So that would actually be a pretty good guess. We've already we've already got an Instagram like from Nick Swisher. <laughs> Hell yeah! One of your buddies actually from home, Eric. I don't know who it was, but tagged Henrik Lundqvist in the photo yeah, that I put up because you could see Henrik Lundqvist clear as day. Really? Did he like it? No, I, I kept trying uh, to get him. Damn, did. we should know. try to get him on. <laughs> I'll tell you what, that dude. Yeah, what we talked to him about. Yeah, nothing. How about <laughs> them uh, Oilers, huh? <laughs> you want to talk about a guy who has it all? That's one of the best-looking guys I've ever seen in person. He has that aura about him. Dude, yeah, he's, with all his hair, tremendous. Wasn't a piece of hair out of place. Yeah. Tremendous face. No, he's on MSG. Henrik. I thought he was on TNT. Maybe playoff coverage or something. I know he works for MSG. We're leaking hockey confidence. <laughs> yeah, move on, move on. He's on. Move on, move on, move on. Quick, quick, quick. <laughs> Eric, your buddy who tagged him is... Um, I thought he was on TNT. Luke I thought he was on TNT. Biondi? Did I say that right? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's probably the biggest Ranger fan out of my friends. I thought you were going to say biggest New York Fellas fan out of any of your friends. Nice. Yeah, that's it. Shout out to Luke Biondi. He, uh, he commented Hank, all caps, and then tagged Henrik. <laughs> that's, pretty, that's pretty cool, Em. I'm surprised nobody else like noticed him. I mean, it's very clear. Um, but um, the NFC and AFC championships. Oh, yeah, football happened. It. Yeah, football happened today. I can't believe we went 30 minutes without talking football. It's pretty good. Um. <laughs> yeah, I know Eric loves it. We're I don't know. I'm kind of like I'm like I was just talking to Aaron, like we're running on fumes going into the NF going into the Super Bowl right now from just like our, our the partnership we have. It's just been bad the last like three weeks. My brother? Yeah. You guys are breaking up. <laughs> well, over football, yeah. We're running on fumes heading into the Super Bowl. I just I'm like I kind of wanted to see the Lions win just because Absolutely. like I really like the Dan Campbell story. Um, and speaking of the lines, you know how you said, Matt, you said Dan Campbell wanted to get a line on the sidelines through the, in like 19, I don't know what year it was. It was in like the sixties. They played San Francisco. They actually had a lion on the sideline. <laughs> I don't know how they, they got this line, but they did. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. And he would, yeah, he would do it too. Could you? That was, I mean, like, I don't know, Eric. Did you see the f- the fourth quarter? Fourth I really do like him a lot. Obviously, attempt, that like, what did you nice. guys think? But they do, they do live and die by his decisions. Yards like, to I mean, tie it. Cost them today, I guess. I know. I mean, like I'll set the senior down them, by three, um, fourth and three, forty-eight yard field goal. If made, would tie it, but he goes for it and they don't convert. I, I can't say that. How, I mean, what they, if you sc- are they going to score a touchdown on that next drive if you tie it up? Like, I don't know, to put them down by 10. I don't hate them going for it there, I guess. It's not the worst thing. That's what they've been doing all year. I mean, you got to stick to what got you there. Yeah, that's what Greg Olson said. 
But it also costs them games. Yeah, it's a look back. I mean... Dan came out and said... Yeah, but I don't... The guy sticks Sometimes you have to, though. Which is you... like I don't know. Somewhat on yeah, right. a lot of these fucking idiots. Dude. Yeah, right. But he says, he goes, we get Can this... He, Mike, you pretty much said what you just said. He goes, this is what got us here. He goes, That's some snoring? change the way I coach. Yes. And we're not going to do anything different. Got to lose some weight there, buddy. Cool. But no, he's just... Nice. I mean, this this yeah. game is really um, don't me a mask. Eric, I know you hate the NFL, but share with your thoughts on the fourth and three, down yeah. by three with a 48-yard field goal in your uh, back pocket. Yeah, I mean, statistically, yeah, I, I mask or whatever it is. guess it makes sense. I mean, how much time was left? I think there was like eight minutes left. Let me check the numbers. I don't know. The only thing is, like, it's not like it's not like you're down at the – at the 13 yard line where first down guarantees you a touchdown. So yeah, statistically, I don't think it makes sense because yeah, it's a long field goal and there's a chance you don't hit it. But also if you get the fourth and three, there's not a guarantee that you, that it results in more than a field goal. So I don't know. I don't really get it. Maybe there's some, something lingering with the kicker and they didn't trust him or I don't, I don't know. I mean, yeah, like you said, like you said, they've been doing, they've been, they've been, being, being aggressive the whole year, so you stick with what got you there. But yeah, I thought it was pretty stupid. Yeah, I don't know. I could go either way. I suppose I would have been fine with either decision. Um, I was, I was kind of, I was rooting for the Niners though, and I was like, obviously, when you're when you're rooting for the other team, you're nervous when a team's going for a fourth down. So I was, I was rooting for them to. I wanted them to kick the field goal, rooting for the Niners, but right. Yeah, I don't know. We'll, uh, so the, the 49ers are going to the Super Bowl. They will face the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, how about the Chiefs, man? They're like – I was telling a lot of people literally... got on. Like, they, they just got – they weren't good. They weren't the Chiefs all year long, and they kind of just got hot at the right time, I feel. Yeah, that's uh, just, mostly how teams do it. Right. And then, But when it's, the, when it's the Chiefs, it's like even crazier. There was a seven thirty-two left in the game, by the way. All right, so roughly close to eight minutes. I am. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though. I am. I'm ready for the Chiefs era to to be over. I'm just like, I win. can't. I don't know if I could take it another. It's going to be two weeks of just like a slob fest all over Mahomes, and it's not over by any means. I I don't know. I, as long as Mahomes is quarterback, they'll be relevant. Their okay, defense is good too. I mean, dude, yeah, their defense yeah. is good. It's the best one he's had. But what this about is what it is for the next? What if Andy Reid retires? Really what, does that make? I don't really know what you think is coming to an end. Like this is not coming. There's to rumors an end. that if anything, they're going to be the relevant for the next ten years. They, they lost their offensive it. coordinator. Right. No, they lost their offensive coordinator. It didn't matter. How about this scenario, Eric? You might like this because you're a Bill Belichick guy. They uh, win. Reid retires. We'll see, Belichick but... sits out. Oh, he retires. At the end of the day, does it really matter who's coaching Pat? They're not, I don't know. The Chiefs. I mean, it... That would make me sick. <laughs> <laughs> that would suck so much. I actually that would be heard disgusting that, behavior. I heard that Belichick is uh, potentially taking a TV job this next upcoming season. And then if, like, let's say Brian Dable stinks again next year, he's out and Belichick will just slide right in. Yeah, yeah I heard that too. I, 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 don't, I don't think he's going to coach this upcoming year. I mean, it's fairly evident now that there's no nothing opening, but 
I mean, the Chiefs thing, like, it would be cool to watch, but yeah, it would make me sick as a as a Brady guy. I didn't, you know, I saw some highlights from when Brady and Mahomes played in the AFC Championship. That was a great game. I forgot how good it was. Fantastic game. Two and L. Oh, wasn't it like a? What was it? You can argue. Is it roughing the passer? You can argue all roughing the passer calls yeah. are ticky tack nonsense. Yeah, it was arguably, it arguably ended. I mean, on bullshit. Mahomes got clothesline tackle. Yeah, that was funny. Even have happened. <laughs> yeah, I mean that one was like you know the way the announcers it was, a, it was described an extremely it. Extremely ticky tack like, tried to kill him, like, and I don't very, like he's clearly trying to like hit the ball. Yeah, but it was really it was really bad. He got the call, then he drove him in and scored. I don't know. I'm sick of these two teams. Entirely sick of both of them. Man, they're they're both really good. I guess we could put the conspiracy theory of the logo color to bed, right? Because it's two red teams. Yeah, but the Taylor Swift conspiracy theory is in full bloom. <laughs> I almost threw up. I saw a picture of Andy Reid, a free sh- uh, a shot of Andy Reid pointing at Taylor Swift in the crowd as he was like receiving the the trophy. <laughs> was he actually pointing to her? I, that's it's what magic. it looked like. They I have no idea what it looked like. He was definitely fun. pointing at her. Magic. The NFL needed it. her in the Super Bowl so bad. I'm gonna be. I'm staying. I'm. I was. I mean, I, it doesn't really matter for me. But my <laughs> girlfriend's a big Taylor Swift fan, and that's we're going right. to Nashville the the weekend of the Super Bowl, and we're staying like right next to where her apartment is. And now she's, she'll be in Arizona, but there's a chance that she would have been like in Nashville at her apartment there, but not anymore. Oh, that's a shame. (laughs) Did you guys ever see the clips when she was at a wedding on like the Jersey shore? Yeah, it was crazy. Oh my God. It was the thousand. I mean, like there was a lot of celebrities there, like Channing Tatum, like nobody cared. It was all just to see her. It's wild. Yeah. And of course the NFL wants the eyes on the Super Bowl, So why not have her in it? I saw this wild stat that if you added up all the amount of airtime she's had on the networks, it's only been like 25 seconds prior to I don't today's believe game. That. Today, today's game. The amount of airtime, like if you like actually the cameras on her, it added up to like no, they got they got a five second clips every single time. Everything everything's at least three seconds. Yeah. No. No. Prior to prior to. Yeah, no, that's not true. Yeah, where'd you get those? Where'd you get that stat? I, I heard it from a reliable source. When they I first came out, names, they were, I don't yeah, well, I'll tell you a reliable source to check the numbers. When they came out, they were dating that first um, NBC game. Dude, they, they pawned to her after so every much, single play. To be honest that game alone was like four minutes. they don't do it to any other fans. <laughs> yeah, but not every other not oh, every yeah. fan. No, I honestly don't. I'm not one of the people that gets upset about it. People go crazy on Twitter. I'm just upset that the Chiefs are here again. That's what I'm upset about. So it fits my narrative to also just complain about Taylor Swift as well. She looks like she's having her fun. The more I watch these teams play, like the more I think about like how bad my football team is. That it's like, (laughs) are we ever like how long is it gonna be until we're back into like a good team for like ten plus years in a row? It's 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 really hard to be good for ten plus years in a row. Not many teams do that. We've just like, been spoiled with – well, spoiled in a sense. Spoiled with the Patriots and the Chiefs now. It's not Eric, easy to do that. Eric, when you were watching the Chiefs in their, like, prime, 
did you think that i mean patriots think that, or sorry the patriots did you think about that ending like did you think like this is going to end at some point or did you just like kind of enjoy it yeah of course i mean i was i only i only really started rooting for them maybe 2006 and so I, I already missed a few of the the glory days so i definitely like probably that afc championship like in 2018 like i was like yeah. that there was that that they had to win that game, which was one of the last, and they they ended up going the Super Bowl third trade year. But yeah, I mean, definitely you knew it was you knew that it was that there was every year there was some kind of turmoil of discussions that there was turmoil between uh, Kraft, Belichick, and Brady, and you kind of knew that it was it's obviously Brady was getting older. You knew it was that there was only a few more seasons left. Yeah, I think I think I would take i mean i know i would take the championships like the giants had and you know they're two right like you kind of just like get in and get hot and go and they weren't like anything to write home about in some of those seasons even though you had eli oh that's what i'm saying like i what's it matter at the end of the day if you got the job done like i'll take the super bowl so i don't know like yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do at the end. Dude, the they draft. won the Super Bowl in a year. They went nine and seven. There's so much. They definitely to, weren't like, anything to write home about. All these mock drafts have them taking a wide receiver. Um, yeah, if you won those four that mattered that? at the awesome. end, I would laugh so hard. Yeah, it's like you know what, like the fifth round. Yeah, I mean, if they took a flyer on Stetson Bennett, like I, I think JJ McCarthy's a step up. Dude, JJ McCarthy's going to the Rams. Definitely a fairly. step up. <laughs> I don't know what round they took him in, but he's not even playing. He's got some issues. Yeah, he's a fifth round. Yeah, JJ is going to go late. How late? First round. They took that's Oh, late you think first third, round? Fourth, I think. Yeah, I was joking before. Yeah, he's going he's gonna to go first round, like I've said the whole year. Yeah, he, they took him late. If he falls to the early second, though, are you going to be surprised? No, but I would pick him. Yeah, I think he's a late first round, early second round guy. This is that, the most that one, I've ever that one, that, that one that I sent had him had him going nineteenth. To who? Rams. Oh, that was in the, uh, that was I didn't I just looked at the Rams. I didn't see what round. Yeah. Um, how about this IU catch? What a joke! Well, I I heard that on the radio. I I didn't really see what happened. The NFL's got to change that because I'm soon. I didn't even watch. Yeah, it was in the first first round. Seventy five percent of the first game, but the it just gets nauseating how much you see this the the plays from today in the two week span. I know it's a big undertaking getting ready for the Super Bowl, but they got it. They got to cut it down to a week for the Super Bowl. I don't know if they would ever do that. I think it's actually going. I think the Super Bowl is going to get pushed out farther because they're going to add a game to the schedule. So you're still going to have two weeks. I think it's all it's nauseating. It already is with a week in between games. Like I agree. Like talking about the Super Bowl leading up to it for two weeks is like too much. It is. I agree. I don't think they'll ever I, do I that. They need all the media time. They have both, to reserve you know, rights for practice. Get prepared for the, the biggest game of the year. There's no way they cut it down to a week. Um, but like I said, I think the Super Bowl is going to end up being on. Uh, President's Day weekend in a few years because they're going to add another game. Just put on Saturday. Yeah, but then... 
But then what? Stop being cowards about it. Put it on Saturday. It no, they won't, but they should. Just make it easy. It would solve everything. How? I mean, what would it, What are we solving for? Is yeah, not have to worry about going to work on Monday. I don't know. All right, yeah, so which it. is everybody's issue, know. right? Yeah, but if you – okay, if you love it so much and you do something big every year, why don't you just take the day yeah. off like everybody else nah, would have to? Not very capitalist of you, Mike. And I feel to work. How is it not <laughs> – Pretty much yeah, it isn't sticking up for businesses, and people got to go to work. Yeah, but I mean, you, you have to go to work on Monday no matter what. The grind football calls the, for you. Football in the grand scheme of things doesn't mean a damn thing. Any Nothing at all. <laughs> Sports don't mean anything at all, for being honest. Let's switch to a politics pod right now. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Nikki Haley's out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Eric, I have a question. I have a Probably question. not. But I, have, have, I also, uh, I don't know if I, I don't know if I could, I don't know if I could point to a specific time that any of my friends have, that he's wrong about have admitted to being wrong about stuff. Yeah, but even if that you can remember, has he ever come? Has, has he? Has he ever come back? And no, he, just, he just spins it. He's joking. You could tell. I could tell. At least I can tell when he's joking. <laughs> I certainly cannot because I was ready. But like to you don't just come back to something after the fact and like and then, not even like an admit that you were wrong. Like oh shit, I got that one wrong. But just like an acknowledgement, <laughs> like even if it's subtle, yeah. like yeah, I know I... that up, right? Yeah, yeah, no, I. <laughs> I need him to come on here and talk. He'll never show up at this point. He needs days. Obviously, it all like, has a, it has thought, a sarcastic I thought about sending him but it also seems like and just he would like, never say that anyone else's opinion is is valid. <laughs> he would never do it. No, he's I'll never shown up. I'll give him. I'll I'll put something together a few days ahead of time and send it to him. So he and that's the other thing. Why would he come on this fucking thing? Hell, he's got to do his talking points. Me and him, we share in a lot of in a lot of viewpoints, like yeah, sports wise. I, I couldn't tell. Yeah, I mean, let me ask you guys this honestly. Although the viewership has has, has risen exponentially, do you guys actually think that football has gotten better since we since we were kids? I think there's like a few ways that you can answer this question in both favor of yes and no. Um, I think from an officiating standpoint. I would say no because it impacts the game so much that it kind of just like makes you so upset. Like officiating has gotten while football, like the talent, the players, the the level of competition, I think has gotten better. Um, the officiating has such an impact on some plays and the way things unfold and the sub- subjectivity to how they're going to call things that it just like kind of is like one of the things that's holding them back as a league, but. The answers to that is kind of like in the ratings, right? People are still going to watch. Like the NFL knows that people are still going to tune in. So it's a problem that they don't have to fix in their mind. So I I also haven't had my team be relevant in so long that it hasn't impacted me directly. So I might feel differently if my team was like on the other end of a call that kind of hurt me. So I, I feel – but you're, the point that you guys make about like the whole gambling thing – I think that covers a vast majority of people who are now tuning into the NFL as opposed to like 
I think myself and Matt and Elijah and even you, Eric, right? You're a sports fan. We, I've been watching it prior to gambling, right? So like, it's also hard for me to answer it in that a different viewpoint, if that makes sense. Yeah, I agree. I think Grande's point though was was pretty valid, saying saying that when he sent a long text trying to explain gambling that people are just like tuning in for all that stuff like people don't actually... no no it's saying he says that he can't stand people who can't admit that the only reason they watch it slash it's the most watched sports most watched of the major sports because of the gambling aspect we could all objectively say in this group chat that the product put on the field is god awful which it's not god awful but it's it's very overrated where it's it's a casino on a field where you can bet everything and there's a lot of exciting bets that go that go into the game. And really the past two weeks I've taken, I, I haven't bet on the games and the entertainment of like value of it is so diminished when you're, when you don't have a dollar on the game. Yes. It, it's not my teams and it's similar in other sports, but just the fact that people like are glued to TV every weekend, just because it's the NFL a lot of I think I think eighty to ninety percent of that is people betting on it. I would say majority. I don't know about eighty, ninety, but yeah, I, I agree. I think it's a high number. I think the NFL has taken a massive jump now with all their viewership right. because of the gambling. But there are people, like Mike said, like me and him and our friend group and people that I know have been watching football forever. That wouldn't really change just because of the gambling. Sure, it adds a lot, and I think they've gra- they've grabbed a large market of people that they otherwise wouldn't have had for and no other reason other than the gambling, and I'm sure they know that. But there's also people – I mean, if what you guys were saying was true – you wouldn't have just had 70,000 people diehard Niners fans at that game, right? You just have a bunch of people. It wouldn't get loud on third downs. Like, dude, you wouldn't have the city of Detroit, like, willing to die for their team. Like, I don't know. I So there is still yep. – there is both sides of the coin. I guess if you're talking about in person or not, but there is still some loyal fans. I mean, people tailgate every week. Like, I think if you took, like, the last five to seven years, that's probably true of people that have joined the, the ranks of liking football, but – Overall, I mean, football has always been popular. And as far as the argument about the product not being as good, which I think the officiating does ruin a lot of things. Like, it does just – it takes the wind out of sales for everything. Like, like the Kadarius Tony fucking play for the Chiefs, right? Like, everyone knows during that game the fucking Bills should have lost. But they won on a technicality, which kind of – it does take some spark out of the game. So, in that respect, I agree. But also, what do you want them to do? I guess you – both of you constantly say that the game's so bad, the game's so bad, and I. In what ways do you want them to fix it? Specifically, the players. Like, what what are you looking for? I guess because I I think the athleticism and the skills are better than they've ever been. I think it gets ruined because of the officiating. So I don't know what we would do to fix it. And like these guys try, you know, they strive their whole life to get here, and the athleticism is better than it's ever been. 
I think it gets ruined by um, an offside I mean, call. Never, like I said, I've never the bet field, on a football game in my seven PI calls that so objective that everyone yeah. gets mad. Why like, I? I think the officiating I see, is but like, really That kind of plays into Eric's point how like I'm so surprised by that. But it's like when I don't he's know someone who says I've never drank alcohol before, and you're like, holy crap, really? I mean, everybody in my family, except for my brother, but when my family watches a football game, they don't they don't have money on it. They're just watching it to watch football. It's something we do in America. It's like you gather around, your TV's on Sundays, and you watch football. Yeah, I also we're doing think it our entire lives, and we'll do it for the rest of our lives, and we'll pass it down to our children. Uh, yeah, I also think though, like the NFL benefits from 16, 17 games, one day a week, or re- like you know Thursdays and Fridays, whereas like Major League Baseball, like you and I might tune into like one hundred and fifty of the one hundred and sixty-two games. Now you could just and know the score, but like the NFL definitely benefits from the schedule and how like it's just one game on Sundays. It's very easy to watch. It's on a normal broadcasting channel. People can find it. I brought this up before, too. Like, you know, the the EPL, right? Like, they took their model of Saturdays and modeled it after. On Sundays, everybody has off. It's like a lazy. Everyone watches it. They take advantage of everything. You love bringing that up. Well, yeah, I do. Because it's like, I think that also is a huge factor as to why they are so popular and why it's so, you know, popular in America. But the betting over the last, like, 10 years definitely has given them like a crazy number of people that are tuning in. And it sucks because like you're going to like Eric, I think Grande and Eric, you've said it before. You got to listen to these, these dweebs talk about their parlay. That's never going to hit. And you know that watching it as like a real fan, you're like, this is never going to happen. Like you're just putting a dollar to win, you know, 500, like it's, just, it's never going to happen. So it does actually ruin. It ruins it for some people, but like, again, you know, I still, I still bet, but I don't, do dumb, ridiculous things like that. So it's nice to talk about it in person because over a text message, everyone's just like, blah, 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 blah. But all points are all valid here. You know, it's crazy to me to think that people just can't watch football and they have to to have that thought is weird because I feel like I know more. I can talk to my friends that don't watch sports and they'll tune in for a football game. They'll never watch a basketball game, a baseball game or anything, but they'll watch football. Well, exactly. That's my point. Exactly. But, but like they're not they, betting they, on it. They're not betting on it. Not betting yeah, on it in the least bit. I, I don't know. I just personally, I don't. I've every year I I, I see a diminishing value in yeah, football, and yet every year it gets more popular. And I just find it. I just find it very overrated, like Isn't more than anything. But couldn't you say that the whole gambling aspect also plays into college as well? Because you can gamble on all those. Yeah, but there's no player props or anything. Yeah, but I mean, you can still gamble on many, many things. No, the the thing that makes the NFL different is how much you can gamble on. They can't do that with they can't do that with college because of how much, because these people aren't making millions and because they can be swayed easily. I guess ultimately, it just and I mean. Yeah, but he's talking like player props. I get it. There's less. There's less to. Yeah, most states. I I also think it ultimately comes down to like I mean, what do you just like? Metros, Metros as a Mac fan, put twenty five million like on better, TCU to win right? the national title last year. Me personally, like, whatever. I don't like college better way. because I don't have a team. There's no player props in certain for. states. Certain states. Like, I don't have a team in college football. Whereas, like you love Michigan, so like you might lean a little towards. College yeah, but I'm taking. I'm taking. I'm taking a. I don't know. Name any 
any big time school against any big time school on a Saturday night. Like I'm taking watching that over any football matchup that I could, any NFL matchup that I could think of personally. Yeah, I just, I mean, ultimately you comes guys are in the minority there. Yeah. I think, which I, normally, which I, I normally also like, I usually, I tend not to like what the majority like. And that's fine. I, I, um, it's like baseball though. Like baseball super regional, right? So like not everybody. And Eric, that you're the same logic you're using applies to what I say about the NBA all the time. Look at all the increasing gambling on the NBA. Look at the diminishing, what I would call, what I always argue, a very diminishing product in the NBA as far yeah. as lack of No, defense. I agree. However, I agree with most. I agree with. I agree with a good amount of stuff that you say about the NBA, right? but better than ever. Like I, I do. Massive, I would pick a good college right? game However, over a good, I think a good college basketball game over a good NBA game However, in most cases. Much ever been right. But I also uh, the team that I watch plays like the hardest defense in the league, so I, that's the mostly Knicks, what I say. The Knicks uh, in the NBA and at least the East are allow I think the fewest points in the East per game at like one hundred and nine. That's like their average and what they allow. Yeah, if you ever um, want to watch an ugly game, watch the Miami Heat play. They are their games are disgusting. <laughs> yeah, and Matt, I'll give you credit here. I think ever since you mentioned how the NBA is like absurd in scoring i've noticed a lot more like 145 to 140 i mean you've had two 70 point games in the last like two weeks that hasn't happened in like a really long time that's double overtime though. i mean the pacers score that in a normal game or like the two <laughs> overtime games with like so the yesterday when I was at I, we, I went to the bar with Diana we're watching the end of the two overtime Warriors Lakers game I mean one forty six to one forty five Grant it went two OTs but like that's a yeah but you I know also the Pacers say there's, that every day I just could also say that the, that obviously I've made the respected sports and I would rather watch both college sports day, over so like I love watching professional sports any day like the week three thirty SEC game on CBS amazing let's put it on ESPN next year right. There is also the gambling aspect of those too. Yeah, that three thirty slot on Saturday, forget about it. I loved it, but we also get to benefit from the fact that like they both they don't compete with each other, so it's actually you can kind of partake. Yeah, in they obviously do it on purpose. To. Yeah, yeah, and CBS does Big Ten. Yes, the best. Right, and they do it on purpose where the last game of the year is the last game of the money. It all comes back to money. I think we all agree on that. It all comes back to money. Yeah, yeah. They do it all like that on purpose. I agree. They play off each other. I also think it all all comes down to the marketing of it, too. Like, professional sports in general. I watch a lot of each of them. Like, I watch a lot of NFL in college. And now, for the past 10 years, like, I, I watch them both very closely, even though I say that on like the NFL, I, I do watch, but I, I don't th- like, I think that the product in the end and that in college is, is like a lot better. And yet it's, it's viewership is increasing, but like nowhere close to what, 
what the NFL is. Like, I think it's, I think there's some kind of marketing flaw that I, I do look into a lot. And I don't know what exactly it is, but I think with better marketing, college football could grow at the rate that the NFL is. Yeah, it probably could. I also think that there being a gazillion teams in college doesn't help. And there's so many, there's so many questions that they have to figure out between paying the, paying the kids and not, and there's just a lot of problems right now, but I think if they, if they could get it all sorted out and figure out the scheduling and make everything like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of things that just don't make sense that are there because tradition, like bowl season, like it, like it's been like, we've talked about all this, but there's a lot of stuff that to figure out. And I think that I wouldn't be surprised if in 20 years it's, it's at the level of the NFL or, or, or greater than. The reason I would say maybe not is because the NFL will continue to go with what they know works, whereas like college will still always be on their coattails just a little bit. I'm sure it'll, it'll college will grow with the twelve, the twelve, um, the twelve team next year. Like who knows? Maybe that boosts the ratings like crazy because now there's more people invested, right? Because you have such a larger audience with those those. You know, because what is it? There's four now. There's eight more fan bases that are having a chance to win the whole thing. That should boost it, right? Um. <laughs> yeah, why would you go see It that? is electric. College oh, hockey is electric. More money oh, wow. for the universities and stuff. I'll tell you what's an underrated environment. College hockey, baby. That's the best. Dude, went to... Friday this weekend, BUBC had a home and home. They're number one and number two in the country. <laughs> so they played home. They were at BC on Friday night and BU on Saturday night. We went Friday night at BC. Dude, the environment was twice as electric as any college basketball game I've ever been to. And like, packed I first of all, I've never seen BC where the arena is actually two weeks packed. All the basketball games. Talking about how two weeks into and the hockey game was full, full student sessions, haunting the and like fucking BU goalie the whole time. Like, Definitely electric. Gonna show that, like, no, I didn't. I didn't like, see it, and I hope I don't. Yeah, you, you, it's inevitable. You'll see it at some point. But it was <laughs> it's right behind you right now. <laughs> you have, yeah, I have Sports Center on, so it's they just showed it. But yeah, we're gonna watch highlights from these two games for the next, you know, two weeks. The whole. That's why like, I'm glad I don't even watch that stuff. I don't. It doesn't even pop up for me because I don't watch like Sports Center at all. You know, it's actually. I hope. You know what I hope actually becomes a little bit more entertaining is like the NFL. Yeah, Pro Bowl that does get annoying. That's when you have to after like, like okay Monday you have to with, just turn everything off. They can try. It's dead though. That thing's dead in the water no matter what they but do. Like having Eli and Peyton be like the coaches. Yeah, and you're like not missing out on anything there. Do like dodgeball or whatever. But like, do you remember? I know. I know, but do you how many time, how many times are they gonna advertise that yeah. that lateral play? Like it was like the sickest thing ever. It's on every commercial where Tyreek or whoever it was lateral bit back, and the guy gets like kind of semi tackled. You know what I'm talking about? Game or fucking dodgeball, like semi tackled. Um, you know what? I'm. I just had a great thought, and I can't remember now. Oh, but it was back in the night. Sorry, like back in the nineties when they had all the quarterbacks like. They had Harbaugh launching the football with like Favre, and they would like stake it in the ground. Like that shit's cool. Like I, I yeah, want to see, see how far he can throw a ball. Um, he's always had a cannon. 
Yes, he has. Um, speaking of college, I don't think we've <laughs> talked since. Uh, dude, the college football one when they were Michigan, they were Eric, flashing back to Flacco's you, days, uh, dude. The guy could throw the ball fucking ninety yards. It was insane. I know you wrote a blog about it, so thank you, Matt. You haven't done any, done one yet. Coming out of Delaware, man. Is he on mute? He's wiping his tears. Yeah. Like, oh he's, yeah. He's <laughs> that's on you. Uh, I just said. I just said. I think it was pretty inevitable. I. I. Uh, really, no surprise. Happy for him. Took the took the program from some dark days like, at the beginning of my fandom to championship. So, did you really know nothing bad to say? And I, I would have done the same thing if I were him. So, yeah. I mean, they kind. Of, I mean, the NCAA like ultimately like I think forced them out. Yeah. Like, they didn't give him a choice. Like he's like, I can't deal with this. But like, yeah. Everyone knew he was leaving the moment he got suspended for whatever that sign stealing alleged issue. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's proven or not, but that, at that point, it was like, okay, this guy's definitely done. He's finished. And I don't. Yeah. Like, what I do think he's going to have trouble with is the the cap situation in uh, Los Angeles. They're going to have some issues. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So well, you got a championship out of it, so at least you can. I mean, there's people who go through their entire fandom and don't get championships. So at least you got one. I mean, you're only 25 years old. It doesn't seem like there. I was nervous that, that immediately there's going to be a lot of transfers, um, or like, or flipping commitments and stuff. And there wasn't really much of that. So it seems like everybody, everybody that I've heard talk about Sharon Moore loves him. So hopefully, there's hopefully it doesn't really skip a beat. I mean, it's he's he's not going to be the presence of Harbaugh on the sideline, but right. Well, I think I think ten years down the line he could he could hopefully follow a similar arc. I mean he he is starting at third base, not really like Harbaugh did, but well, I mean don't I don't even talk about it. Don't talk. Wait, what happened? He also came to that. I saw he was at the basketball. No, they were they were up two. They, they were up two, but yeah, it was. They were up like fifteen at halftime. He gives us. No, they're up two. Is uh is Juwan Howard? Still Sorry, there? I thought that was hilarious. They gave a Hang halftime by a speech. Thread, yeah, Michigan was up like fifteen at half, and they good. lost by ten. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's like speech. since the first since the I thought they were up. I thought since it was that first year, league. like I don't know, it's been kind of kind of fizzled. Yeah, Fab Five magic wore off. Fab Five went to the Ohio State game. They won, and they, they talked in the locker room. I was like, "All right, we're coming back," and then got blown out by thirty-three to Purdue. Oh man, that one clip that Stauskas is coming out say, saying that Michigan basketball is not the same. It's bad. Oh God, um, that one clip that floats around from the Fab Five where they're like a punk, a bitch. Do you remember that? I mean, yeah, I love that documentary. It's the, that was a really good one. Um, anyway, so I don't know. I know we're kind of shifting gears here a little bit, but I don't know if any of you guys saw on Twitter or wherever, but apparently the Yankees and Brian Cashman, according to some NL executive, have one more trick up their sleeve or their link to Cody Bellinger. I saw their link to Matt Chapman. No one's made an offer to Snell other than the Yankees. Snell apparently wants 270 over nine years. Like, Ooh. That's crazy. I mean, I get it. He's the two time. He's a two time Cy Young guy in the NL and AL. 
but he's 31 and like he just doesn't give off the same like I should be paid as much as hmm yeah Matt froze um <laughs> I, I don't know what the trick is but yeah so anyway so they're they're linked to all of these guys Matt you're you're frozen buddy what's the trick um they're linked the to all these guys I mean, obviously, I would take Bellinger, but like, where is he going to play? Yeah, I mean, the beginning of the offseason, I would have loved. I, th- I I've always thought he'd be a good fit. Obviously, with his swing, would be so majestic at Yankee Stadium. But I I don't I agree. There's there's I can't think I can't picture a world where what we would be paying him is worth it for the like I don't know. You can't play him at first. Outfield is is the most stacked and that for the Yankees it's been in uh, ten fuck? years. Like I don't I don't really know that makes sense. I don't really look too deep into it. What were they saying that just that he would be a another outfielder or well, DH? I mean I mean there's no real. Well, that was the question: is where is he going to play? But this is the only way that I think it could make sense. Right? Is he is you sign him in the with the thought that. Rizzo's done after next after this year and that he plays first base after that so like you have Verdugo he could play outfield I know you have Grisham still but like the thought would be like this is the only way that I thought it made sense is that he he takes over first base after Rizzo's done they won't resign him at the end of this year yeah maybe uh maybe you get something like Verdugo has a good First half, Dominguez comes back. Trade Verdugo for pitching at the deadline. I completely forgot about Dominguez just now in my scenario. To be honest, with yeah. You. Well, that's what I was saying. If Verdugo is a good first half, he's got some value. Yeah, trade trade him. him for an arm. Yeah. Open up a spot when with Dominguez. I don't know. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's there's options, but it just like off the top of my head, it doesn't make sense right now. Lige, what are the uh, Red Sox doing or not doing? Uh, they're an absolute disaster. People are boycotting going to Fenway this year. Everyone's down on the team. It's very bad vibes right now. This is great. I like that. Yeah, not great. Um, I don't know what they don't know what they're doing. They like kind of they did something weird where they didn't really come out with their plans of what they were doing till later after they signed somebody and it with Giolito. Uh, it's bad. I saw a post today hoping for Montgomery, so that's basically where we're at. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a number of guys out there who are still not signed. Snell, Montgomery, Bellinger. Um, Sounds like we're just trying to dump salary for some reason, which I will never understand when you're John Henry and owner of Fenway Sports Group and have billions and billions of dollars, and I still think the Mookie Betts curse will forever be real. I think he's focused on his uh, – his, uh, doesn't he own a soccer team? Yeah, he owns Liverpool, who That's just lost baby. their coach. Yeah, I saw that actually. He's leaving. Yeah, you gotta be. You don't probably don't like that, right, Lodge? They own Liverpool. It's all right. It's all right. It could be worse. You, you want to hear the Mets starting rotation going into the year right now? Hell yeah, Cody Sanga. They got they got Cody Sanga. Good. Jose Quintana, Luis Severino, Sean Manea, Adrian Hauser. Oh boy. Oh, <laughs> Outside of Sanga and Sevi, I don't know anybody. The thing with the Mets, though, is at least they have a you good player. Oh, Quintana, yeah. Yeah. The Mets have like a clear goal. He's just going to spend a crap ton of money and try to win. The Red Sox are trying to do this weird money ball stuff again. We got young guys, which is exciting, but I don't know. It's not good. 
The Mets have this clear thing where they just lose all the time. I think yeah, the, it's weird. Like, dude, right. the Mets, I think ultimately, aside from having the richest owner in sports, they actually have, like, they're trying to put together, like, a legitimate plan. From what I've heard on, like, talk radio, like, David Stearns is, like, actually trying to, like, build up a proper farm system with, like, good young talent. Like, there's talks that they're not going to re-sign Pete Alonso. Yeah. He's want so much money. Like, look at how much he's going to want in comparison to like Matt Olson and Freddie Freeman, and those guys are like light years better at. Not so they'll probably better. try to trade him beforehand. Imagine I think that. They have, I think they have a plan, and the Mets fans unfortunately got sold the bill of goods by having the richest owner. We're just going to buy everything, and it's just I don't think they're going to do that. They tried. I mean, they certainly spent a lot of money. Well, yeah. I mean, you're still paying Scherzer and Verlander. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like they spent. $80 million between two guys who were 40. Like, come on. Like, I'm not a baseball executive, and I could tell you that that was a huge risk. Like, even though it's Scherzer and Verlander. And then Verlander somehow got better when he went back to Houston. <laughs> Did you guys see Ben Verlander was going nuts over Otani giving his uh, MVP acceptance speech in English? <laughs> you guys know the whole like Ben Verlander thing? He loves Otani. Who is, is that, is, is that relation to Verlander at all? Yeah, it's Justin Verlander's brother. It actually is, yeah. I don't know. He pops up on my feed sometimes, and he has the wildest baseball takes. <clears throat> so annoying. Um, yeah, so, I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, pitchers and catchers report um, in a couple weeks, I think. Bad vibes in Fenway in Boston. It's not good right now. I'll tell you what, next year I think I'm going to buy us a table to the All Rise Gala. How about that? What's that? What do we do there? That's Aaron Judge's gala in New York City. Great. Get dressed up. We'll have a nice little uh, name tag that say, hello, my That'd name. That'd be fun. Guys. I'd go to that. We should go to the Gold Glove. Uh, my roommate went to the Gold Glove thing this year at the, the plaza. Oh, really? That'd be fun. What? I said, oh, really? I um, I think yeah. we could also go to like the New York baseball writers, like like awards, like giving out the awards they did last night. I think you can buy like tickets to some events that they do. Hmm. That'd be fun. Imagine I was just walking around with the little microphones trying to interview people. <laughs> I've gotten some ideas like from Tay and like my brother. He's saying like, you should really be outside. Like if the Knicks, like when the playoffs start, you should just walk around MSG with like a camera and like a microphone and just like ask random fans questions and like, just like put it up. Like I know a lot of people do that shit. And like, I'm, yeah. I am so, I know Maddie would have no problem doing it, but I'm like not. I'm not. I like, could. I could record. I could record Matt doing it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not one to like go up and be like, "What do you think of Julius Randall?" Oh, I. I just. Like, <laughs> I. I just don't do that. I like to operate behind the mic. Yeah, I'm not. I wouldn't do that either. I but props to the people that do do that because that's awesome. Yeah, and they. That's what. So we got to figure out how to like do that, make it better. Do we all agree, Marty's going to do it. I think Marty. I think Marty would do it for the betterment of the show. He's got. Right, well, he has no choice. He's not here, so he's doing it. Um. Anyway, so we'll see what happens with baseball, but hoping to hear some good news from Randall's MRI. Um. We'll see what happens there. We'll get ready for the Super Bowl. I don't know. If we're not gonna. I mean, what are we gonna talk about the Super Bowl next weekend, leading up to the Super Bowl? Obviously, next week. Next week should definitely be a grande week. It's gonna be a slow week. Yeah, he'll make it fast. Just literally put him in a mic, put him in front of a mic, and he can do his own episode. And just let him talk for an hour, and we'll put it out. Yeah, hey. he can just 
he can come on and talk for the first like 20 minutes and then we can probably have enough material to talk about for the next hour. Yeah, we'll get canceled. <laughs> Uninterrupted. No one can say a word. He just let him go for 20 minutes. And then we respond for another 45 minutes. I also think maybe he's scared to come on and have conversations outside text messages. Then we can ask. No, him. no, he's, he's not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, good. Um, all right. Well, we'll see what happens. We'll, uh, it's a good place to stop. We will talk to you guys next week. Go Yanks, baby. See ya. See ya. Yeah.